You're listening to Fanholes, a podcast for fans by the fans. Secret Brothers. I have clinical. You guys are like wasting my time right now. Hey, baby. What's <laughs> going on? This is my microphone voice. <laughs> Where do you buy those at? I need one. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't invent honorable mentions, mister. <laughs> I have a headset. It looks way cool. You should all be jealous. I, uh, we are. I'm with Mike on that one. I'm a woman! <laughs> it is our show. It's called Fan Holes, not, you know, what you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> We do a podcast? What the fuck? A top secret podcast made for the fans by the fans. They can't just take a man without an explanation. A high level cover up. They can do anything they want. And a baffling new mystery that's about to blow wide open. An all new fan hole. Don't listen alone. Hey guys, welcome back to another X-File-rific episode of Fan Holes Podcast. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, and I am joined tonight by four, four of my fellow Fan Holes. Holy shit. Everybody, give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight. Hey, it's Brian Breakdown. Hey, it's Mike, and if I don't believe in aliens by season nine, then there's something seriously wrong with me. Hey, this is the non-smoking Justin. Hey, everybody, this is Joel McCallum. Welcome to the newest episode of The Soup. I mean, I mean, I'm Tony, I'm Tony, I'm sorry. All right, so we are here. We're here to talk some X-Files tonight. It turns out that there was a mini-revival of X-Files. We have all just gotten through watching the six-episode season 10 on Fox. It was kind of like a mid-season replacement for Gotham. And who would have thought I would have been begging, pleading for them to bring back Gotham? But here we are. Please bring it back. But yeah, so we've got, we've got, we've got uh, six episodes of X-Files. There, there was a mini-revival and it was running, like, what, this started, what, around, like, February, right? So we watched mm. it, like, the whole month, and then it just kind of wrapped up and everything. And I guess we're just here to discuss and talk about it. Like, they, I, I know, I, I think most of us were were probably genuinely excited about it coming back. I, I don't know that I continued my excitement after having seen it, but I, I know you wanted to talk about X-Files in general, Brian. And, like, is there anything you want to go into like like maybe your history with the show or anything or 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 talk about kind of what your your thoughts are on this sort of revival show yeah i think i think most people kind of echo your sentiments like how i started with the show is actually my oldest sister was into it before i was and she kind of got me into it and got me hooked on watching it i don't know i really really enjoyed the early seasons of it i didn't always catch it like when it's brand new on tv sometimes I caught it out of order and stuff. Once I knew that they were remaking a new season, like I started going through it on Netflix, so I was able to watch it in order and, you know, I just got myself really psyched for the new 
new season of it. That's cool. Do they have do they have all the previous nine seasons on Netflix? Yep, or? all nine oh, cool. are up there. Cool. And actually, I think some of the movies may be on too. Okay. But I've only seen one movie and it's terrible, so I never watched the other two. Which which one did you see? All I remember is it had bees in it. I don't remember the name of the movie though. Okay. Not the bees. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I feel like the first movie is where it kind of jumped the shark, but then the the second movie I remember being happy to go see because Scully and Mulder finally they finally hit it, you know, and I was like, well that's good. But of course the movie wasn't about fucking aliens so it was kind of like most people thought it was kind of a snooze you know like they expected it to be more about the mythology and i guess you know just speaking for myself i mean i I was gonna i don't know like part of me wanted to come on and rant and rave about how much i thought this new season sucked and it's like i feel bad about that because i i don't want to detract from anybody who enjoyed it or anything like that that's not my intent you know like if you liked it and you were excited that the x-files was coming back like i'm happy for you like that's great it'll probably start on a friday what will seem like an attack on america by terrorists or russia driven by a well-oiled well-armed and multinational group of elites using alien technology that government's been hiding for 70 years. Like yourself, I'm a true believer. What I need is your expertise. You said if I ever put the pieces together that you would confirm. And have you? I've seen something. You're nearly there. You're close. I can't do this alone. Yeah. I'm here. They police us and spy on us. Tell us that makes us safer. We've never been in more danger. Then do something about it, Mulder. seen this before you're on fire believing that you're on to some truth that you can save the world this is my life this is everything i believe in you are on dangerous ground here i know what i'm doing have a small problem like for me i i i watched the first episode and wasn't super impressed and then it seemed like episodes two through five were your standard filler episode like they only had enough story to make a third x-files movie and the story was enough to tack into the first episode and the sixth episode and the rest of it they just kind of made up as they went along or something. I mean that that was kind of the vibe I got. I don't know I don't know if anybody else has anything to say about it like in terms of like what they were expecting and maybe what we got. Like if that makes any sense. I, I think the, the hype didn't help because when they were doing the uh the promotional stuff for this, they're like, you know, X Files is coming back. A six episode event. And when you hear the word event, okay, sure, it's marketing and, you know, you could be like, you know, like, okay, okay, it's just going to be six episodes of a show. But it is X-Files. It does have a following. People do know these characters. 
and a lot of us, you know, including myself, I'm a fan of X-Files, you know, we want the 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 end of that, you know, freaking Mulder story about the aliens. You know, we want to see what happened to his sister, like why he was on the damn, you know, spaceship for a whole season, you know, nine, you know, or eight. We want to see like all this stuff, you know, get wrapped up, you know, and that's like what we thought we were being promised. We thought we were being promised like, you know, you know, six episodes, here's a conclusion. But what it seemed like they were doing was, is they were doing not a soft reboot, but a soft reintroduction for younger viewers to be like, hey, who wants to see a new X-Files show? Because you said, like, you know, it wrapped up with the uh, sixth episode. It totally did not wrap up. It was a cliffhanger ending. So it was like, yeah, they're they're wanting to make more. So I think that kind of played into a little bit of sour grapes because you're like, I, I wanted to see, like, this epic story. And I got two parts of an epic story. and like, you know, four episodes or five episodes that were like, you know, fine. I, I enjoyed a lot of the, the single episodes, but I I was I was wanting that big payoff. You know, I was wanting like that, like, you know, yeah, here here's the story I get. Here's 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 where I find out about, you know, Mulder's past and you know, about his sister and like, you know, what happened and you know, Scully's back and we're gonna do all this. And the first episode totally teased that. The first episode May not impress you, Derek, but I was like, oh, we're on the right path. You know, like, even if I make fun of Joel McHale and his, like, you know, kind of over-the-top exposition, I was like, okay, we're on the right path. And then the second episode, I was like, this is nothing that we're talking about. Why why are we doing this episode? Yeah, and that's why I felt like a big disconnect between, I mean, well, I, I would hesitate to say I was super into the first episode anyway. Like, because I... I, I don't know how to explain this, but w- without trying to be too much of a party pooper, like, y- you're introduced to Mulder again, and Mulder is like, you know, I don't know, he's like fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi or some shit, you know, he's off in some place, and he hasn't been an FBI agent this whole time, and he kind of is unshaven and unkempt, and, you know, people don't see him too much. He hasn't really been hanging out with Scully. Scully's been off being, like, a doctor and still being professional, and she actually, like, takes showers every morning and puts on her makeup and shit. But meanwhile, it's kind of like Mulder looks like he, he hasn't been doing diddly, but, you know, obsess over, I don't know, stuff and grow a beard or whatever for, like, the last ten years. And then, like, what was really, like, just off-putting to me was it seemed like by the second episode it was like, oh, look, he shaved, they put a suit on him, and now he's uh, back with the FBI again. And it was just kind of like, it was almost like they didn't even miss a fucking beat. And it's like, I, I, I don't know what it was about that, but, like, that just sort of drove me fucking nuts because it was kind of like they they set up like they were trying to carry on the series but then it was like they immediately snapped you like so that you had whiplash into like the status quo of what the x-files sort of used to be but then all these filler episodes to me and i'm gonna call them that because they felt like filler episodes they sort of felt like stuff that could be on any show now if that makes any sense. Like, I, I, I think we were having this discussion, you know, in private and not on the air, but I, I felt like, you know, say, like, the third episode, for example, with the, the guy who changed forms and everything like that. I mean, I know some people, it, it seemed like, at least on Rotten Tomatoes and a bunch of other places, like, that third episode got the most favorable response. And I kind of felt like, okay, well, that's fine, I guess, 
But I, I felt like I saw weird critters that were human-looking on Angel, let's say. Or I felt like I saw weird kind of shape-shifting guys that are mysterious on Supernaturals. And, like, maybe back in 1992 when X-Files was, you know, big and at its zenith, like, maybe some standalone episode like that would have been really groundbreaking. But now I feel like it's just kind of run-of-the-mill, and I wasn't really overly impressed with it. I mean, I guess the only thing you could point to is the the fake dream sequence where the, the mustache dude claims to have banged Gillian Anderson, and there's that weird funny fantasy sequence and you know i guess that's what fan service she 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 looked oddly hot in that for all the 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 you know nerd guys who you know myself included i'm not excluding myself who who you know bought issues of rolling stone and and what was it f what was that for men magazine f and fhm FHM, yeah, where, magazine. you know, Jillian Anderson was in a, you know, in a bikini or whatever the fuck she was wearing. You know, like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, okay, well, yeah, that might appeal to a, a you know, fan base that, that I, finds her, you know, attractive and everything. But, I mean, the, I don't know, the majority of the stories I just thought were kind of lacking. Yeah. I, I will defend that episode because, like, one of my favorite episodes of the old X-Files series... It's it's considered a classic by a lot of people, just because it is so bonkers, like weird, and it does play with the conspiracy theory concept in a fun way. Is the one where you have like you know Jesse Ventura and Alex Trebek as the Men in Black, and you have the uh, alien in a in a jail cell smoking a cigarette. He's just like a normal dude. He's like, yeah, I got busted, and you know it's a really funny episode. And I don't know if this episode was as good as that one. I won't say it is. But it did harken back to that, and yes, it is a filler episode. It did not, you know, progress the story that we were promised. But I, I found myself liking. I found the guy who played the uh, the lizard man very, very enjoyable. I thought he was like very relatable, even though because like because the whole the whole concept. In case you wonder what we're talking about, right now we are in deep trouble. We've been given another case, Mulder. It has a monster in it. <laughs> It's a fresh kill. So we're looking for a man-sized horned lizard with human teeth. Mulder, the internet is not good for you. The X-Files, all new, next Monday. The episode is, there's a bunch of killings going on, and Scully and Mulder go to investigate, and first Mulder thinks this, this, this creature, and there is a creature running around, but it's actually a kind of a weird thing. He gets bit by a human and because he's bit by a human, he was a lizard man originally and he starts turning into a human. And as a human, like it's kind of a funny social commentary. I think he talks about base urges humans have like when, when, when Derek was talking about the Scully dream sequence, he was like, I don't know. I just wanted to lie about my sexual prowess. For some reason I felt the need to do that. And I was like, that's kind of, funny you know it's kind of a man thing you know it's like i'm very you know potent and i'm always great at the sack you know and he doesn't know why he does it he he doesn't know why he wanted to get a job he was like i had to get a job i don't like it but i had to get a job and he got a dog and stuff and yeah it's silly it doesn't fit in with like the six like i said the six episode event but as far as like you know it, it it took me back i probably had nostalgia goggles on but i thought it was really funny i thought it was really cute and 
I think they hit a lot of good comedic beats with that. I mean, if it had been in the old series, it, like you said, Derek, if it had been in the old series, it would have been, you know, whatever, you know, oh, it's one of those episodes. But in the sixth, the sixth episode event, that's where it kind of took you out of it. But, but I can't hate on that episode. At this point, like what you said about like the movie, Derek, where you said like, you know, you felt the movie is where they jumped the shark. Well, like I had always felt sort of like that because – you know, Scully is supposed to be the skeptic, basically. But at this point, like, what is there to be skeptical of, basically? Like, if if she doesn't believe she some of this, like, yeah, I was like, if she doesn't believe some of this stuff by now, she's e- either in like deep unhealthy denial, or she's just trying to screw with Mulder because she's like a dick or something. Like, I don't know, Mulder. Like, yeah, but you know what cracks me up about that? Like, see, that's why I wasn't overly impressed by the first episode because the first episode seems to to imply that there is a retcon going on that the only time aliens were ever involved in this entire 10-year, nine-season, two-movie thing about fucking aliens is that the only time that, that it had anything to do with aliens was in 1944 when the scientist sees some aliens crash land at Roswell and they seem to be posting the retcon or positing the retcon that that, oh, well, Mulder wasn't abducted by aliens. He was abducted by the conspiracy government. And yeah. it's like, you know, and then it's like Scully wasn't, like, abducted by aliens and impregnated. It was the conspiracy government. And I'm just kind of like, wait, so you're telling yeah, they, me. They, they, go with, like, the, they go with the idea that, like, we had aliens, and they were the conspiracy that Mulder was trying to figure out. But in actuality, the alien conspiracy was another conspiracy by the government. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you're trying to tell me that there are no aliens involved. Like, I mean, other than the alien that crash landed that they shot in the fucking ass or whatever. And the guy protested and, and then they reverse engineered his technology. And then everything after that was just reverse engineered alien technology. Like seriously, like, I mean, I, 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 like, that's so mind-numbingly, head-splittingly stupid. Like, that's more stupid than Scully being in denial for, like, the last five or six seasons. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I don't understand it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And it's it's an idea that they've played well, around with yeah. before. Because, um, you know, there was one season finale where, you know, the big event was they find this alien frozen in ice. And then they discover, like, you know, it's fake. And then Mulder starts to doubt everything. He's like, are aliens even real? Like, I've been wasting my whole life. And so he goes through this big, you know, you know, this giant crisis. Like, his whole world has been turned upside down. He doesn't know what to believe. And at the end of, this, that, at the end of that episode, you, you're led to believe that he kills himself. But, of course, he doesn't. And he gets back, you know, he gets his, you know, you know, round up to power or whatever. And he's back on the case. And then it's like, you know, another season, like, he totally finds a UFO in Africa. And, you know, never mind the aliens we saw in the in the first film, Fight the Future. Right, like, right. Fight the caveman and eating, you know, what's his name from The Walking Dead. Never mind all that. So, like, I thought it was really weird that they would, like, retread this whole, like, there were never aliens except for the ones that we don't want you to remember or whatever. It feels like this was written, like Tony was saying, for, like, a sort of a, a new generation that sort of 
has heard of Scully and Mulder, but never actually bothered to watch any of it. Or, I, I don't know, like, that that's kind of what it felt like, where it's like, you're just supposed to magically not pay attention to all the times they actually fucking found aliens, you know? Like, and you're just kind of like, come on, dude, like, this is... I don't know. To me, like, you know, aside from from the actual content of the stories, just that notion that 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 was supposed to be your premise moving forward, you know, that that it's all this weird conspiratorial government stuff that sort of just is based on reverse engineering, whether it's, you know, alien spaceships or like, you know, like me and Justin were joking about earlier because we couldn't connect because of technical difficulties that me and him had the alien DNA, you know, and it deals with, with stuff like that where, you know, certain characters apparently are immune based on their abductions, you know, and, and, and they have that kind of, you know, moments where, you know, they're like, we, we, you know, Mulder, you can join us, you know, like you can, you can also be immune and, and, and come be part of the new regime where, you know, it's kind of like the cigarette smoking man is almost pulling this racial ghoul esque eco-terrorist nonsense where they're going to, you know, they're going to herd the planet of, of, you know, I don't know, whatever number billions of people you know why is scully like you know so like skeptical at the beginning of this event and then like the last episode she's like i have alien dna i can help i can like you know cure everybody i I felt like i felt like i i wanted to like record or like jot down every single time she said the words alien dna because it seemed like she was saying him like every like two minutes like we have to get the alien dna to cure the people because the alien dna will cure this thing and you know thank god i have alien dna it's what it's the cure for what ails you you know we have to get this alien dna to Mulder. and like i swear to god it was like every couple of minutes she was saying that we're back with the discovery of something that's so shocking you'll want to prepare yourself for the truth Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Alien DNA lurking in every American citizen. Put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Who sent you? You set this in motion. Now you're going to put a stop to it. Far too late for that, Fox. Lines of communication are being cut. Systems are falling. It would now appear we go out with a deafening silence. X-Files finale. I, I was going to ask Brian. I know you're excited for this, and and I'm actually not hating on it. I, I think there was some weakness in it, but, it, like, was was there, like, a particular episode that you thought was really weak, or did you actually kind of go along for the ride, or did it kind of not make you happy, or? I don't know. For one, I think Mulder sounds like me. He sounds like he had a cold the whole time. <laughs> like, I don't know that I know that any particular episode stood out as weak, but I mean, so far, everything you guys have said, I've agreed with all your sentiments. Like that comedic episode was probably the one I enjoyed the most, but you're right in that it does nothing to like progress the world. And really, you could have thrown that episode pretty much anywhere. I guess one thing that does bother me is like they keep talking about this like baby as if it was like Mulder and Scully's together all the time. And that. You know, that's confusing because it's just like Scully's to begin with. And then, I don't know. There's just a lot of like little things like that where, you know, it does seem like they are changing things a little bit. It's just like for long time series fans, I, I think a lot of people are like, what? That that doesn't quite jive with, you know, the X-Files I knew from before. That, that is really weird because like 
I understand that they lost their kid, you know, like they had to give up their kid and like, you know, they're, they're hoping it's a better life or whatever, but like their imaginations of like how their life would have been with, uh, what was his name? I forgot his name that they were going to give him. Was it William? I forget. I, William. I William. I think it was William. But, like, they are so in-depth to detail because you have, like, Mulder, you know, like, space is cool. Isn't space cool? And I'm like, I'm like I can see Derek telling his son that, you know, it's like, space is awesome. You know, <laughs> aliens are cool. And I was like, they're, like, going into detail with these imaginations of this kid who, like, sorry, doesn't exist. And I'm like, I get it. It was supposed to be a resonance. It was supposed to be, like, you know... The idea of that episode, because it, it really did feature heavily in one episode specifically. I think it was called Going Home or whatever. Yeah, I understand that that was supposed to, like, kind of tie Scully and Mulder back together, you know? It was like, they both missed this opportunity to be parents and stuff. And okay, okay, I get it. The feels, the feels. I know, it's the 2016. We gotta do the feels. But in my head, I was like, this is about a kid who doesn't fucking exist in this universe right now. <laughs> oh. And I, I get that, but, like, so many damn flashbacks with him. Why do we have to have so many flashbacks? No matter what else, though, like, you know, the series was almost worth it to see Night Scream get torn apart. They said that you two have experience with these spooky cases. We used to. We used to. Next Monday. Where was the victim found? His head. He's in a trash can here. Not even in the proper recycling, man. It's a conspiracy of terror that's simply brilliant television. It's not alive. It's not dead. Magic. Which is impossible. The X-Files, an all-new episode next Monday. Thanks, no one Reed. caught that. The first guy, the first guy, the trash man ripped apart was, what's his face? Alessandro, whatever, the dude who voiced Night Scream. <laughs> nice. I hated Beast Machines. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot well, of Beast I, Wars era actors in this, I guess, because it was filmed in Canada. Yeah, because so. was in it, right? No, uh, Richard Newman was in oh, it. No. You know, Rhinox. He oh, was yeah. like the the psychologist, I think, or I, I forgot. Oh he yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy when when in that in the you know where monster episode where Mulder starts talking to him about like aliens and stuff, and he's like, "Well, I think you may have the you know." Basically, he turns yeah. it around on him and tries to psychoanalyze Mulder, and yeah, Mulder and then Gary Chalk was in it briefly, like yeah. later on as like yeah. a TV pundit, and yeah. it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what's that's his name? That, that's one thing I did. Want Alessandro Giuliani, yeah. I think his name was, but oh. I don't know what he he was the first guy that the trash guy like ripped apart. So I was like, take that night scream, oh, you and your stupid <laughs> flippy hair. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I, w- I was going to bring up something to Derek, and I'm, I'm not trying to uh, to to poke the bear in and unleash the, the rant he doesn't want to do because he's trying to be fair about. I brought up Joe McHale in my uh, my intro because we have Joe McHale in like the first episode and pretty much the last episode. He kind of, you know, spottily appears as like a personality, but he's this guy who does kind of like a conspiracy show. He's like, you know, he's kind of like the Jesse Ventura, funnily enough, who does like a lot of these off the grid shows. He's talking about conspiracies and stuff. And like, I, I wanted to like him a lot more, but my God, he was an exposition whore. He was just like, want, want to know something about the new X-Files universe? Let me tell you about it like 10 minutes long. Because like, well, I think you and Mike were making a joke about that, Derek, about how it was like, you know, fucking Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear, you know. Yeah, I did. I did kind of. Uh, yeah. 
I'll ask Brian this, too, because he'll get what I'm laying down. That first episode when, like, Joel McHale and Fox Mulder are explaining that whole conspiracy and stuff, I felt like I was watching a Metal Gear cut scene. Did you get that yeah. vibe, too? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It also bugged me, too, like, for some, like, internet supposed quack crazy guy, like, how slick his production values were, like, in that show. It's like, and and, <laughs> and like, how he's able to put that on, like, get that together on the fly. Like, especially once everyone starts getting sick and they're all dying. But, it, I mean, he must have, like, you know, a huge production crew there with him, like, filming this shit. And, yeah. like, running all the graphics. It's like, wow, all these people are still alive? And, like, they want to come to work and help you? I don't know. That That's kind of... <laughs> you know, they, they, they all had jelly bean jars with the alien DNA or some shit. Because, clearly, everybody was working on reverse-engineered fucking spaceships in the middle of fucking... <laughs> Yeah. nowhere and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait he it's like you played your guitar we can fucking track you down to the alien spaceship site and murder you all you're not supposed to be here ah! you know and it's like okay <laughs> here's know. another nitpick i'll just throw out there because i don't know if i'll get it in otherwise but how fucking dead was the smoking man in the original x <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like seriously he got, he got blown up by a helicopter gunship <laughs> Holy shit, he's back. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Also, he got shot wrong? by fucking missiles. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, uh, that like, the what first is time? it? Is Go it ahead. True Lies where Arnold has that terrorist on, like, the missile of the yeah, air yeah, gear? Yeah. He, like, launches the missile and the, like, terrorist is on it, like, flying and then blows up. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe that guy was a little bit more dead than the smoking <laughs> man. But... <laughs> <laughs> was pretty close. You're fired. You find <laughs> like like the first time he, like they showed him without his prosthetics, you know, because because in the in the in the in the series he has had reconstructive surgery, I guess, because plastic surgery helps when you take a warhead to the face. Like he looks normal somewhat, but then he like reveals, you know, the, the monster within. And seriously, the first time I saw him, I was like, Michael Jackson <laughs> without the nose. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, um, the nose. Can we? Can can we talk about the uh, potential replacements for Mulder and Scully? Like the, oh, yeah. that they were, yeah, agents, oh, whatever, so Einstein you, and Firestorm. Okay, you, you want you want to <laughs> unleash the bear? The bear? <laughs> you gave up being Firestorm for this shit? What the <laughs> fuck's the matter with you, man? God Almighty! I was like two episodes. You know two episodes. And I was like, shit, he was fucking Deathstorm before I even saw him on this episode. And I could have sworn, like, because I was reading about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I sort of understood it from a business point of view. He's like, look, the X-Files, like, all of us, he was gung-ho about it, probably a fan. He's like, I, I could be sort of the replacement molder, you know, this might spin off into a new series with me and What's-Her-Face from Six Feet Under. I'm like, okay, I, I get it, That that makes sense. And then I'm like, well, where is he? And then another episode goes by, and I'm like, where the fuck is he? And then it finally gets to, like, the fifth episode, I'm like, now he fucking shows up? I'm like, he was barely in this fucking thing. And it's like, you know, I mean, you know, he's, I get it, he's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm this FBI guy, I kind of believe, like, Mulder, and, you know, the, the chick is like, oh, I'm kind of skeptical, I'm a doctor, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's kind of the same setup or whatever, but I, I don't know, it was... It was kind of like I didn't I I wasn't like thought, super super keen I, on either. At of them. first, I thought the name Einstein was just a sarcastic nickname for her because she seemed really well. stupid. But yeah. yeah. 
Special Agent Miller, this is Special Agent Einstein. I'm a medical doctor. And you're obsessed with the paranormal? That's why we're here. Oh. There's only one episode left till the X-Files season finale. One of the bombers survived. He's dead, except for a heartbeat. I'm proposing that I can communicate with the terrorists. I pity that poor Agent Scully. It's like my dream assignment. You are suggesting I were to go through with this lunatic scheme. What is lunatic about oh, exactly? About everything? So that's a maybe? The X-Files, all new next Monday on Fox. I'll tell you, if they do I, make I a spinoff like... with, with those two, I will absolutely never watch it, so... Good luck to him. <laughs> I, I will say I enjoyed his character. I'm not going to lie. I thought he did as good a job as he could. But yeah, I didn't really connect with Einstein. I was just like... She she seemed like a chihuahua. She was like always nervous and just like... Huh, what? what, what, what? You know, just like, always just like... just I don't know, jittery. She drank too many Red Bulls or something. I don't know. Robbie Amell was just kind of just... like... like Fuck Smolder Jr. Down, down, down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really, I don't know, he didn't seem like to have a, like, character of his own, basically. He was just, yeah, he was just, like, you know, waiting for, he was probably, like, waiting for Mulder to kick off so he could, like, step into his shoes and like, stuff. It's like those fucking old, what, Warner Brothers cartoons with the, the big fucking dog that's supposed to be, like, Fox Mulder and, like, the little tiny yap-yap dog that's, like... Okay, Butch, what do we do today, Butch? Like, what's going on in the FBI today? It's like, eh, shut up. That's why he got that's shut why he just, up. That's why he just drove straight into traffic at the end there. He was like, oh, we're in traffic. Looks like you're going to have to die, Mulder. Like, but no, Jillian Anderson's magic navigating gridlock skills got there in time. So. Yep. Mulder, you're not carrying around a torch because you're totally supposed to pass that to me at some point. So, so which is worse, a magic alien DNA... The T sphere or the giant space flower? <laughs> Hard choice. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm confused by the T sphere and <laughs> the giant space flower. I know what it is, but it's still kind of baffling. But, like, it, the giant space flower is more of a Grant Morrison thing, and uh, <laughs> the T sphere is a little more like, I don't know, like, they just didn't explain it yeah and then the alien dna is just kind of i don't know like a cure-all like i don't know mcguffin or something yeah but, but you know what pisses me off about it is see alien dna would be fine if this was the x-files but this is x-files season 10 where supposedly there have been no fucking aliens ever since the yeah, yeah. and like you're gonna still tell me that we, it's like it's not really so much alien DNA as it is like creepy, spooky cigarette man government vaccine that happens to be reverse engineered from an alien we shot in the butt like 40 years ago. And like that kind of yeah. just is like, well, OK, well, well, well the biggest thing about the cigarette smoking man is like, you know, despite the fact that he looked kind of fucked up and weird anyway. I didn't mean to cut you up, Brian. I'll, I'll, I'll totally throw it to you after this. But it was like, if they're trying to like kind of refresh the series for a new audience, you know, let, let, let's let's say they're doing a Force Awakens. Let's say they're going that route. They're they're having the old guys come in, and they're going to pass it off to you know fucking you know Firestorm and chick from Six Feet Under. Okay, that's fine. I understand that. Give us a new fucking villain. You know, give us something new. You want to know where Cigarette Smoking Man Junior is or whatever. <laughs> No, I want to know where where where, where vaping man is. You know, I like to vape; it's more healthy. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Brian? Well, 
I'll say two things. One thing is like I I love when he like subverts that other female agent. Like basically, what he uses her for is just to be his like smoke bitch. Like so she can put the cigarette <laughs> in this hole. He can suck it. Kinda, I mean, if you, smoke if bitch, you, come here. <laughs> if you were if you were into those later L.A. seasons where it was her and Doggett, I mean, that's kind of like. It's kind of messed up. Like, yeah, she, yeah I was gonna say, if you were yeah. a fan of that character, you're like, oh man, now that she's right. just yeah, his <laughs> the smoke bitch now. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, like it's and then like if you pan down, you see he's like resting his feet on Doggett, who's like on his hands and knees <laughs> or something. The other thing I was gonna you're say was uh, after shooting that alien in the ass, his dying breath was to tell yeah. to tell the smoking man, you know, that humanity was ruining the earth. And that he had to call the herd, right? Because that's kind of the explanation he gives Mulder. Like, you know, aliens knew we were going to destroy the Earth. They told us, but yeah, whatever. Oh, well, actually, that's, I think that's something that also kind of, like, bugged Derek. And, and I'm not going to get political on this. This is not a political, this is not political holes. But, like, you know, one thing I do agree on with Derek on a lot, of, a lot of things is they, like, try to put too much of modern philosophy and things you know it's like i i am not going to tell you my views on the world of politics but we have like episodes where like you know it's like you know like like the funny episode the funny episode with the lizard man is like they have like you know this funny scene where the lizard man you know thinks he's going to hook up with like you know a hot chick and it's a transsexual but they make damn sure to know you that transsexual is a person and you better respect it's like why can't you just do the joke and then they have the other one where, you know, Mulder is talking to a guy, is Indian guy's first episode, and, you know... He takes him back in the bathroom to suck his cock, yeah. and I was just like, whoa! <laughs> it did, yeah. yeah. It's like, did you, did you need to do that? Did you need to do that? Yeah. They they did really honestly like, it, like yeah. put your put their hot buttons like front and center basically it was really noticeable like whether whether you like you know whatever your feelings on those issues like it was like right in your face basically well yeah and it just seemed like you couldn't you couldn't go an episode without something like that being in one of the episodes and I was just kind of like you you started to wonder about you're kind of like well wait. Do you want to talk about the X-Files and either the, the mythology of aliens or do you want to talk about, you know, like the were monster and all this other stuff? But it seemed like there was it seemed like there were a lo- lots of instances and lines. You know, I'm just trying to be fair about it. But there there were lots of instances and lines where the, it seemed to be the prevailing argument was we are in 2016. So, you know. Marrying your dolphin is totally cool, you know, and I'm just kind of like, is it? Is it okay? Like, I'm not sure, you know, like, maybe it's not. I don't know. Like, you know, either way, like, it was, like you said, it was like, they that, that was like on the forefront of whatever the episode was. And I'm kind of like, can we get past that and just go to whatever the, Derek, the, the crux of the episode is? Derek, for many years now, I've been trying to educate you. <laughs> foster women and you keep refusing it <laughs> here to stay mister <sighs> oh, man. I, 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 will, I will say like uh, one of the things I liked about I mean I'm, I'm going to try to actually give like my positive views I've, I've kind of like you know I, like I told Derek you know there's a lot of things I liked about this series there's there's some things I you know obviously didn't like but to give a little bit of shine here and there I, I think the one with the siblings the brother and the sister like, as far as the old X-Files go, there were some really kind of creepy episodes. They were actually genuinely scary. 
and it was like that one was like not it wasn't overtly scary but it was kind of horrific because mm-hmm. there was that scene yeah where uh you know um sorry spoilers you know the the kids snap and like you know they they killed this you know doctor who was their dad and he's he's just using them as like you know genetic experiments and that's that that's at least something i can get behind it's like okay if we're gonna do like you know some political stuff like using people as test subjects okay i can get behind that not being a good thing and you know the way he dies you know his, his eyes pop out he's got blood running down him and stuff and they they both just throw scholar mud uh scholar ah scholar scholar Mulder and scully <laughs> scoldy and Mulder. <laughs> scoldy you know scolder and moldy <laughs> buddy it's buddy it's skull man around <laughs> you know it, it's kind of creepy because like you're like oh you know i know they're not they're not gonna die but they're getting kind of like tossed around like rag dolls and both of the actors who portrayed those siblings kind of creepy looking you know and like you know and there was also the fact that like the son he, he had mental problems you know he was like not not a completely socially acceptable person he, he had issues because of how he was brought up and stuff and I thought that was like a really strong, like you know, kind of horror episode. I was like, that's that. I kind of remember that from the X Files, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't fit in, but I, I, I was like, that, that's kind of creepy, you know. I, I did like that. This is dangerous. Why has that ever stopped us before? Tomorrow at 8, 7 central. It might, it might not be part of the alien mythology, but I mean, I think there were episodes like that in general on the X-Files. I did, I did think what was cool about that sequence was how the dad, quote-unquote, you know, the, the scientist that was abusing all these, you know, people as test subjects, basically. I liked how he sort of offered up this, this faux... I don't know what the right word is, like like this this faux appeasement where it's like, oh, here's oh. your sister and you can see her. And I liked how their their sort of bond with their powers was so strong. He's like, wait a minute, that's not my sister. And he could kind of suss out like right away that the real sister was behind this other door. And that's when they, you know, start doing the shit with people's eyes and bust out of the room and everything. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, I thought that was kind of neat, but... It, it, also, it felt like immediately after that, it's like, well, they just kind of got away and yeah. we'll never see them again. And I'm like, well, it was like finally getting interesting. And I was like, does that tie to the alien DNA? Does that tie to the government conspiracy? Like, no. And it's just like, all right, well, now they're going to go off to Never Never Land and maybe we'll see them again or maybe we won't. But even if we do, who gives a shit? You know, and like, I, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of like, like there were there were tastes of things where you're like oh i could see that actually yeah. going somewhere if they spent like fucking five fucking minutes in the little whiteboard <laughs> and fucking figured some shit out instead of just like hey dude Duchovny, what's your schedule i can do like six episodes <laughs> all right yeah let's do it bro let's go all right you know and that's all they fucking do i think that was, i think that was a callback to a trope or a storyline that went on way too long and they never actually really explained very well 
But uh, I know Brian would know this since he's been watching it so much. Probably Justin, too. I mean, I know you guys I'll probably all remember it, but I know since you two have been, you know, bigger fans, like, I think that was like a callback to the black oil thing yeah, where, like, yeah. you know, the oil would go over that. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, I think that's what they were trying to go for. But again, if you're, a you know, a, a big fan, you'd be like, oh, that reminds me of, like, when everybody's eyes turned black and they would, like, you know, have, like, you know, uncontrollable rage and try to kill people. But if you're trying to refresh it for the new, like, fans, like, you know, somebody who's, like, 15, you know, they're going to be like, oh, those are, like, teenagers. They're cool. Oh, they left. You know, like, they, they explain, like, the whole black oil thing, you know? It's like, <laughs> explain why these people are like this. You missed the opportunity. You could have made new characters. Like, they, they could be, again, new villains that we could have had, you know? It's like, they're, they're tormented. You feel bad for them, but... They're super powerful and they're kind of pissed off at the world. You know, we could have done something with that. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty much with Brian. I mean, if they if they bring the X Files back and like Mulder and Scully are not in it and it's gonna be you know Firestorm and Einstein, uh, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. Do you think they're trying to do like the cinematic universe where they're like you know this X Files and another X Files? Do you think they're trying to do that, Derek? No, I I I don't know. The way it sounded like was like. Duchovny and Gillian Anderson are like, we'll be on board, but not like for a 20, 20 episode series. So it sounds like they have two options. They could do another event and have them in all the episodes and also have, you know, Einstein and freaking Amel do their like, you know, Scully Mulder Jr. bit or whatever. Or they do do a 20, they do do. They do do a 20-minute or a 20-episode 20, 20 season or whatever, you know, and make it a, a season-long thing. But then it'd be like when when Mulder was doing the L.A. season and he could only be on, like, eight episodes or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, where it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, it, you, you'll have, like, you know, two or three episodes with uh, Firestorm and Einstein. And then, like, on the sixth episode, it would be like, yo, dude, uh, I'm Mulder, I'm back. I'm going to trip out on some more fucking trippy shit and like guest star on an episode what was that about like uh i don't i don't know i don't know i was i was i was blown away that they let two guys walk in and actually blow up some people i thought for sure by the end of the episode you'd find out it was fucking squiggy madu who actually blew up the fucking building or whatever and and not not who blew up the building so i was just shocked that they they went that far with it in the first place but you know, I don't know, whatever. I, I can't remember if it was like the, the final season or the uh, penultimate season, but I remember I was really getting tired of, like, every time they showed Mulder, it was just him in a fucking alien chair, like, you know, with the clicking thing and just like, ah, getting like, you know, fucking the dentist treatment. I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do? <laughs> I'm like, do something, Mulder. God, you're just sitting there being like a, being a bitch. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> You know? That whole episode, the fifth episode with, you know, the the terrorist and Mulder tripping on drugs, you know, you, you guys were talking about stuff we've seen before on Angel or Supernatural or whatever. Like that totally, when I was watching it, totally felt like something I would have seen on Fringe or something. Like there was nothing in it, you know, that would anchor it to X-Files, really. Yeah, it was fine for like Mulder to walk around and like, you know, the company show off his acting chops, I guess. But at the same time, it was like... I've kind of seen this before and seen it done better. And it, it, yeah, it was like, it was, it was really like he was just on shrooms, just walking around. I, I sort of didn't get the whole partner swap thing either. I mean, I sort of get it as like, yeah. 
like a, a, a character study and, and for them to, like you said, like maybe flex their chops and, and have different chemistries between, you know, two different pairs of actors who are essentially playing the same archetypes. But like, I, to me, it was kind of like, why are you trying to play head games with these young FBI agents or whatever? Like, it just, I don't know. I, I didn't get it. It was like one minute they're like, can you help us and this and that? And they're like, no, we're not too into this. And, oh, if you remember anything, you know, give us a call and this and that. And all of a sudden they get to the airport and it's like, hey, bro. Yeah. Hey. I'm Scully. I'm hot. You want to come, come out and help me with the case? Okay. Yeah, I'll see you there. Oh, sorry, Einstein. I totally got to go. A uh, hot piece of ass called me, and I need to go out <laughs> on this case. And then it's like, hey, psst, yeah, I'm David Duchovny. I'm like on Califucatacation or whatever. Like, come see me, Agent Einstein or whatever. Okay, I got to go do this. And it's like, okay, make me some shrooms, and I'm going to shroom out, and they're going to put a weird cam on me the whole fucking episode. And then fucking what's-his-face, Skinner's gonna have a fucking heart attack about it or whatever, and it's just like, I, I don't know, like, I, I, I sort of, like, one, I didn't get it, and then and then I think that had an effect on how you guys viewed those new characters, too, I mean, because it's kind of like your first impression of these, you know, potential replacements, and it's like, if they can pull the wool over their eyes so easy... Like, I, I don't know. It just it just felt kind of funny to me. That's something else that kind of irritated me to, like, go on a tangent a little bit. Like, I was happy that Skinner was back, but he didn't really do anything besides sit in his office and, like, you know. <laughs> go Mulder? Go, uh, yeah, pretty much to, like, tell Mulder to, like, you know, shape up or ship out Mr. I was like, you know, in the old series, you know, Skinner did a lot of that, but he was also pretty important. Like, he would help Mulder out sometimes, or sometimes he wouldn't help them out. Which would be like a, you know, he was being manipulated or whatever. But you know, he was more than just, you know, he was more than just like, you know, the angry man behind the desk. Like he, he had a role to play and he was pretty important. But in this, he was just, he was just there in the background. Well, that, that's what I don't understand, right? Yeah. You, you, the the whole point was there. The the government conspiracy doesn't want Mulder to find out about this stuff, but yet. They let him come out of kooky dooky Obi Wan Kenobi retirement and reinstate him as a fucking federal agent. Like, why would like? I mean, just think about that. Like, like I get that it works for the quote unquote formula of the show, but why does it work for the if there's supposedly this ancient government conspiracy that's got all these fucking plots in motion? Why the fuck would you let the one guy? who might be able to stop you, become a government fucking agent again. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then he comes back, he's in the fucking X-Files, and they're acting like, oh, what a terrible blow. You are now reassigned to the X-Files. The same shitty unit you were assigned to all those years ago. And, <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and like, like it's some kind of deterrent because he's been assigned there. But I'm like, well, the bigger deterrent would be to leave his ass in the fucking desert, unshaven, <laughs> and not invite him back into the fucking <laughs> FBI. Like, I, I don't know. Go be snake eyes. You're, you're snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that's also a thing I was I was talking about, like with the black oil thing, is okay. I like you know, like I mentioned before, I think this is, they're trying to refresh the series for a younger audience, but you have a mythology. It's like, why not mention or like bring back Lucy Lawless for her character? God knows she's not doing anything right now. Okay, and like, you know, Doggett, what's his name? Uh, 
shit. Robert Patrick. Is like, okay, maybe he's busy. Because he does do a lot of, like, you know, crappy B-movies now. And if he's busy, just be like, you know, oh, Doggett, Agent Doggett died in a mysterious way, you know. We're trying to find out, like, what happened. Bring that shit up, you know. You could have, like, thrown him in there at least. And I, I think, like like you said, Derek, what one thing you said, it was like they just went back to old school form. It was like, oh, we forgot, like, the last two seasons. You forgot the L.A. seasons where, like, this shit happened where Cigarette Smoking Man died. And, like, you know, it was like, yeah, they, they didn't really forget it, I guess. They, they mentioned, you know, he's fucked up. But, like Brian said, he should have been dead. Yeah. It, it was like a movie serial, like, follow-up or something where you, like, clearly, like, you know, we've all said, we clearly see the guy get blown the fuck up by a fucking missile and he's dead as a doornail. But then it's like one of these movie serial things where it's like, well, you didn't see what you thought you saw. And, by the way, he's like... Totally fine, except for you can pull off half his fucking face, and they gotta feed him cigarettes in his fucking throat. But yeah, he's cool now. And and I sort of get what you're saying too, Tony, because it's like not not only is he like, I mean, it, it's one of those things where you you know the thing that cracked me up about it is they were too cheap or lazy or whatever the reason was. The the introduction is basically the same as the introduction from the previous series, and you see Duchovny yeah. and Gillian Anderson look as young as they did in that intro, and then you see them at their current age, and it just like totally throws you out of whack. And in in the reason why I bring it up in terms of the cigarette smoking man is it's like a thousandfold with him, where you're like sitting there going like, oh yeah, this is back in the days when he was you know forty fifty. And doing the cigarette smoking man bit, and he was trying to be this, you know, cool, suave, you know, you know, black ops, CIA type guy that's just in the background and everything. And I'm like, okay, I get it, right? But then by the end of the, you know, L.A. seasons, you know, he's like doing his, you know, weird, you know numb ho harangue hum yo bullshit in the middle of the desert he gets blown up and like now that he's back it's like you're like sitting there going holy fuck like okay yeah not only are you blown up and you got all this stuff going on but you know what even if it wasn't all of that shit it's like seeing uh you know it's like seeing the guys in force awakens like 20 years later like if they made another set of fucking prequel trilogy whatever the fuck star wars movies like 20 or 30 years after this it's like not only is it like bedhead mark hamill who's like you know pushing fucking 60 whatever it's like it's like mark hamill in his fucking 90s being like i remember the shit time i fucked up Darth Vader. you know and you're just like wow this guy's really really fucking old you know i don't know yeah 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 he, he didn't seem like as much of a threat to me and like I, I would say the idea was, you know, we all know Cigarette Smoking Man. Originally called Cancer Man, but calling him that, you know, was deemed inappropriate, even though he got cancer. Like, fuck, man, he got cancer. He called Cancer Man. Anyway, but Cigarette Smoking Man, you know, like, he was he was cool in, like, the 90s. He was, like you said, like, in his, like, late 40s, early 50s. Not spry, you know, he wasn't going to, like, jump kick anyone. But he still had, like, the dark hair, and he looked kind of cool and stuff. <laughs> Brian's like, I want to see him jump kick someone. I fiercely um, anticipated him jump kicking someone every episode. It's the only reason I watched. <laughs> you know what? What was what was your take on that that fight sequence between Duchovny and then the guy that that the cigarette smoking man sent to retrieve him when he was going to make his like 
Darth Vader, you know, come join me offer or whatever and get get alien DNA with the rest of us or whatever. Like, you know how they had that fight sequence and it was like they were throwing fucking chairs at each other and smashing people into the fucking tables and they wrecked fucking Mulder's whole fucking apartment and shit. And I was just like, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I could have seen it as like, oh, that's kind of a cool fight. But then part of me is kind of like, dude, David Duchovny couldn't fucking do all that shit. He's <clears> too fucking old. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I don't know. It was weird. David Duchovny couldn't do it, but Mulder could. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll grant your point. Or, or his, his stunt double could. Yeah, his stunt double <laughs> totally could. I don't know, you know, part of me is always like with the X-Files, it's like, what, they just pull out flashlights and not guns, so I don't even know if I'd buy the Mulder argument sometimes, but... Well, I mean, and only, not only that, but in, in like the 90s, when he was like in his 30s, like, you know, mid-30s, late 30s, he was in much better shape. And Mulder guy's ass kicked like every episode. He was never a badass. And in this one, he's like, fucking Evan Bourne, I'll kill you. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and he's doing like fucking, you know, wrestling moves and shit and hardlining guys. And I was just kind of like, okay. Like, all right, whatever. I mean, it was fun, but yeah, you know, at the same time, you're like, he's like, yeah, probably like what? He's probably the, at the very worst, like 50s, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, when he yeah. when he's not busy dreaming was, about S and M Einstein or whatever, he's busy clotheslining fucking guys that are twice his size and fucking half his age. So you know, you're just like, okay. I I will say this again because I I do want to like I said I want to try to throw some shine here and there. I'm like I'll shut up now. I'll shut up now. You can you can shine. No no no. I mean you feel you feel about like you feel like you know I understand that. I mean like I I echo all the things you said. I don't disagree with. I am not saying you're being too 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 venomous i mean you're 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 pretty much on point but um when you said they, they they try to go back to formula especially like with the second episode on for like those standalone shows despite the fact that Duchovny and gillian have obviously aged i mean we all do me and derek are old as fuck i will say that they did fall into those roles really well i think the even though it was like, okay, why is Scully the, you know, cynic, uh, cynic and skeptical person in the company? Like, you know, I want to believe guy. Their chemistry did work. I think it worked really well as far as that goes. Uh, do you agree with that, Brian? Oh, yeah. Honestly, like, as, I mean, with Force Awakens and stuff, we've gotten some, some recent views of actors who haven't aged the best. But really, I think both Gillian and David Duchovny have kind of kept it together for the most part. And like honestly, the the biggest thing that I noticed was just how crappy like their voices were. It sounded like they both need to clear their throat every episode. But other than that, yeah, I thought they fell back into the roles really well. And I agree with Derek where it is kind of a like a zero to sixty and like zero or zero point two seconds where you see David all shaggy, and then the next episode he's in the suit again. But like when he was in the suit, I really enjoyed like seeing that moment again and having you know Mulder back. It was fun. Do you like that this little fourth uh, wall breaking thing where uh, uh, Agent uh, Mulder's ringtone is the X-Files theme? <laughs> hey, Scully. Hey, Mulder. Where have you been? I thought that was kind of cool. It was like a little bit fourth wall breaking, but I thought you liked that, Brian. It was just like, yeah, it's cute. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. It's just Wait, cool, so. you know what I, you know what I was waiting for for that thing that uh, I think Justin told us about. That I was waiting for them to explain why there was an episode of Millennium when they showed an episode of the X Files playing on the TV, but then they teamed up with the Millennium <laughs> guy later on. 
dude. It's all about it's all about alien DNA and that one fucking alien. I guess, I guess yeah, alien DNA did it forty years ago. He's like he's like, don't let them watch Millennial. <laughs> at, at one point, like they they, they kind of see where like uh, Gillian just looks at like the company and she's like, man, 2016 is a really harsh realm. You know, there's like uh, probably like half our listeners are like, what the fuck is a harsh realm? <laughs> There is a virtual world within our world. From Chris Carter, creator of the X-Files, Harsh Realm, coming this fall. It's time for some thrilling heroics. A brand new podcast on 2TrueFreaks.com. Keep flying. A Firefly podcast. We aim to do the impossible. Cover every episode of Joss Whedon's science fiction space opera western. And that makes us mighty. We found as fine a crew as ever populated the podcasting verse. I told them I had a job. They said yes. Didn't much care what it was. So join me, Andrew Leyland. I fought for the independence. May have been the losing side. Not so sure it was the wrong one. I'm joined by a man too pretty to die, Mr. Paul Spataro. And last, but by no means least, a man with a mighty fine hat, Shepherd Bill Robinson. So join us on 2TrueFreaks.com for Keep Flying, a Firefly podcast. We aim to misbehave. I, I guess to bring up another thing, to, 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 to bring up the, I guess, elephant in the room that I, I did kind of bring up earlier is this season does end on a cliffhanger. If you watched X-Falls before, you know, when aliens do show up, it wasn't actually like, I believe the first X-Falls movie was Fight the Future, right? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, they're on kind of like a, a classic flying saucer ID4 kind of spaceship. But usually when we see the aliens show up in X-Files, if they're not the gray aliens, if they're the evil, evil aliens with like the uh, sewn up shot, sewn uh, together eyes and like the flamethrowers and they all look kind of beefy and stocky, it's always in a triangle spaceship. And at the end of this six part episode, uh, six part series, the final episode is a triangle spaceship showing up over a big bridge. And I guess, I don't know, wherever city they're in. And... That's the cliffhanger. Did, did you guys like think that was like exciting, or were you just like, "Oh God, more"? <laughs> it didn't really thrill me, but didn't they use the triangle spaceship to blow up that pregnant girl too? Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. did. Yeah. So it's like conceivably the, those are not aliens. Conceivably, it's just the cigarette smoking man with the little kid from Flight of the Navigator, and they're like, "This is gonna be so cool. We're gonna totally prank those dudes." Yeah, honestly, like, that's so what true. I took it more as yeah. was the you know just some government agents like blowing people up. Yeah, true. I mean, like I, I, I well, like I said, I, I I'm an old school X Files fan, so like when I saw those, I was like, oh, maybe like you know this isn't the same one they like Derek said, you know, retro you know, engineered into, like, their their pregnancy-hunting <laughs> womanship. But at the same time, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that, too. So, yeah, true. I was going to ask Derek, or anybody who, who, who knows more about this than I do, did, did this six-parter get enough ratings and enough buzz that they're probably going to continue it? Or was it like, no, you did good, but, but no, you're, 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 you're done. I, I feel like I don't know enough about ratings. Like, the I think that first two-hour thing got, like, 16 to 20 million people to watch it and then it progressively kept getting lower and lower so that by the end of it i think on average there was like 7 million people watching it or something like that i mean which is not you know like obviously you're like that's not terrible numbers but i don't know if 
the network considered that a rating smash or if if they're just like oh that was a nice try but we, we can leave this one alone like i mean it's like you're saying it sounds like they're really pushing to have it continue on into other things you know it was more of a it, it was less of like you were saying a, a conclusion to the original series and more of a revival leading into some new ongoing series than any anything else yeah uh, yeah i was just curious uh, i was like well i mean i know everybody has voiced their opinions on the younger cast the 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 you know james bond jr crew if they took over you'd be like fuck it but considering even you derek even though you're probably the most like you know not pleased with this out of all of us which is fine like i said i mean your opinion is totally valid i understand your criticism if they did bring Matt Scully and Mulder for another six-parter, would you be like, fuck, I gotta watch it? Or would you just be like, nah, I'm done? Only if you fuckers made me watch it. Mm. <laughs> I'd be excited for it, because honestly, like, I, I'd rather have this in my life than to be without this. Like, even though it didn't live up to expectations, it's nice to see the characters again. I would hope that they would do a better job and... I don't know. It sounds cheesy to say make it more like old X Files, but I, I I guess I just hope they it's better a little bit better written and planned if they do another six episodes or whatever they do. If they had more alien shit and more stuff that dealt with the actual mythology, I'd probably be into it, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I tell you one thing, if it if they scrap all these like stupid filler episodes i don't want to see an episode about you know bumbles the fucking weirdo who wears a fucking bag lunch to work and follow him for the whole goddamn episode and not actually like deal with any x-files stuff you know like i'd I'd like to you know kind of see like okay if you're gonna do the whole you know alien dna and cigarette smoking man and all this other stuff like you know okay don't cock tease you know abduct some people let's see the inside of the fucking spaceship and I don't know, like, I don't know, poison some people with alien DNA and, I don't know, do do something, like, but all this kind of, like, you know, like, I, I think the thing is, like, the television series is always going to be based on some kind of formula, and if you actually do something major with the mythology, you risk toppling the apple cart that is the television formula so it's like what happens do you it's like if you kick Mulder and scully out of the fbi then that ruins the formula right if you reveal that there's a big government conspiracy and everybody's involved in it including skinner and you know the this you know cigarette smoking man and all these other guys or whatever well then do they still want to work for the fbi like why would they work for the fbi like you know like you know it's like if if, it's one of those things where it's like you know thinking on the political aspect of it you know which is not something i like to focus on but you know if you look at it you know it's like who was whose administration was going on during the x-files like clinton's was Clinton in the loop on that? It's like, well, who do they point to? They point to Bush, and then Obama's sitting there, you know, chuckling about Area 51. So clearly they don't blame, like, certain administrations, but yet it's a government conspiracy. So either you had to know about it, or you were too fucking stupid not to know about it, right? So I I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, those kind of things, like, sort of make me wonder, you know, what... 
if you just get away from all that, then you might have a show that's completely unrecognizable, but yet it might make a little more sense. I don't know. Uh, what, what about you, Justin or Mike? Would, would you be on board for uh, another six-parter with the uh, old crew? Or like, I, I don't know if Mike said it. I know Justin said he would not give a shit about new cast. Would you watch the, like if they did a new cast, Mike? No, I said I probably wouldn't. Okay, I, I could remember. Uh, would you guys watch the, the like a new six part of that? Maybe with the old, with the old crew. Uh, I maybe I guess. I would. I mean, even if it's like Firestorm and Einstein, like I would at least give the first episode a try. I mean, I, I don't know. The, the The whole thing is like so mind-numbingly disappointing, and I'm I don't know why because it's you know the people the writers and directors. Like, they were all people who worked on the original series. You know, Chris Carter, James Long, Darren and Glenn Morgan. Like, they worked on the original series. So maybe, I don't know, like, maybe they hit that, you know, Rick Berman thing where the writers are burnt out. Or they just don't have any new ideas or something. I don't know. But, like, I mean, there there are things you could do in another season that, like, would make it more interesting. Like, what I would do is, you know, I would make it maybe 12 episodes you know, Mulder and Scully are in six of those. And then Einstein and Firestorm will be in the other six. And, you know, maybe change the premise where Firestorm and Einstein are in charge of the X-Files. Mulder and Scully are, you know, they're off the X-Files. You know, in fact, they're like outlaws and, you know, Firestorm and Einstein have to like chase them down or something like that might be interesting. That would certainly change the formula, formula a bit. Like, I don't know. I mean... But, you know, whatever they do, like, the next season, like, you know, just, you know, bring it on, like, I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I would I mean, watch an episode think... with the new people if they got hunted down. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think me and Brian kind of, like, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, when me and Derek talked about this, we, we established early on, like, Derek was probably going to be the cynical one, which, again, is fine. You know, I mean, there's, there's some stuff you just don't like. That's just how it is. And, you know, we said like as far as we know brian was going to be the positive one and i said i was going to be the guy on the fence and i do agree with brian though as far as the reason i watched this was yeah i would love to see the alien saga continue i want to see that wrap up i want to see how it ends i want to see like an actual conclusion to it or at least you know make better stories with it you know keep it going and explain stuff as you go along and that would be fine but, I mean, I can't lie. I can't sit here and be, like, a complete asshole and just be, like, you know, lie to the people who are listening to this that, like, you know, I didn't like seeing these two people together again. I didn't like seeing, like, because I will say this. Despite being 2016, it did kind of have that 90s look to it. It kind of reminded me of how they filmed the old X-Files. They didn't really go overboard with, like, CGI. They didn't go overboard with, like, effects. I'm sure they had a small budget, like a smaller budget, you know, than most shows. I'm sure they had, in some ways, a bigger budget as far as, like, you know, casting. But, you know, when I think of nostalgia, I like the interplay of the characters. And it was like what Brian was alluding to is, like, you know, like in The Force Awakens, we got a lot of old characters back. And even Derek said this about Force Awakens, and I I would agree with both of those sentiments. We were kind of like, they did okay. I guess, you know, it's like they, they've gotten older, you know, it's like we, we, we understand that. But I think like, you know, me and Brian were talking about the company and Gillian really did glide back into their comfort zone with each other. 
And these are two people who worked together for almost 10 years on a show. I mean, now, I guess you would say 10 years, technically, because of this season. These are two people who know each other really well, and the characters are really fleshed out. And despite my disappointment with big revelations, you know, an event, like again, like I said again, it's supposed to be an event. Despite that, I enjoyed seeing these two people together again. And I do miss, you know, Mulder and Scully. They're they're iconic figures. They're like, you know, when you think of conspiracy, when you think of aliens, like you think of like again, you think of Roswell, you know, you think of, you know, Mullion uh Scully or Moldy. Ah, I always fuck up their names. Mulder <laughs> and Scully. I'm never gonna say their names right. I always like I always push it. I always called a I was called Fault Scully and then Dana Mulder anyway. But despite that, despite fucking up their names, I know who the characters are. I know like, you know, Fox is the uh, <laughs> you know, Facts, Scolder. No foxes, like, you know, the... <laughs> Facts, Scolder. <Scolder. laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, I like these guys, and I, I, I would be on board for a 6 or 12. I mean, what you suggested, Justin, was actually really interesting. I would see that. Also, Brian, what you suggested was also good. I would not be mind seeing, like, you know, uh, Scully and Mulder, like, hunt down the new kids. It was Justin's suggestion, but I'm totally on board with that premise. Yeah, yeah, I thought it sounded really good. So yeah, I, I, I would be on board for a six or a twelve episode, like, like do over, you know, try to try to get us back, you know, try to get it, get us back into it, you know. So yeah, I I would say I don't know if this is a final thought, but um, I was not disappointed overall, but it was kind of like I think the best way to say it is like is if I had a a really good meal. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And then, like, later on, I got indigestion. And I got, like, you know, food poisoning. <laughs> it was like, oh, that didn't turn out how I planned. Like, that was like, oh, that was good, really but great. now it hurts now me. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think that's probably the final word on Fax Modar and donna scurry so um let's uh let's wrap let wrap this up for x-files night and why, why don't we talk about what's awesome in our world this week and since we've got five of us there's going to be lots of awesome things so i'm gonna start with the first person on the skype list and ask brian you got anything awesome for us in your world this week i have an awesome thing this week um tom clancy's the division came out for, I bought it for PlayStation 4, but I believe it's on all the current-gen consoles and PC. So I had actually been playing Elder Scrolls Online quite a bit, which is a pretty big MMO RPG. And this is an MMO like RPG shooter game. So it's third-person third shooter cover-based system. And I kind of like those games anyways because they're a little bit more strategic. I don't feel like, you know, I'm getting old. I, I'm old like Fox, so like my... uh reflexes aren't as good and i don't have a stunt double like he does so like i can't really play games like call of duty that well because you know the 15 year old school me i like these game. i like these shooter games where there's a little bit more strategy to them and being able to play with your friends adds a lot of value to a game for me too so i've really been enjoying that cool cool what about you justin i'm looking at your scary cigarette smoking man picture that's creeping me out but what what is your awesome thing this week I may have an awesome thing. It may be real. It may be not. It may make you question your like core beliefs down to like, you know, everything. 
does it involve like shooting an alien in the butt? No, no, no. no. Oh, well, actually, okay. maybe I guess. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have two awesome things. The first one is a book called "The Girl on the Train" by Paula Hawkins, and this is kind of a psychological thriller. It's about this woman who, basically, like the title says, she rides a train. She's had some like you know life-altering events happen in her life. She found out her husband was cheating on her. This is like two years ago, but she's still dealing with it. Like it's deeply affected her, and she's lost her job and she's drinking a lot and. She's kind of obsessed where she's obsessed with like where she used to live in her old life, and she sees it on the train every day to work. Like she she still pretends to go to work to like fool her roommate or something. And it it goes back and forth between several different characters. Like I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil anything. But it's it's a really good book. My second thing is I finally sat down and I'm playing Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Which you know, this is this is an old uh, old video game. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm playing the Xbox version. Really good one, yeah, I played it a little bit when it first came out, but I never really had a chance to sit down and dig into it. I'm playing the Xbox version on the 360, and it is pretty buggy and glitchy. Like I've had to restart the console several times, and you know, thankfully I've only ever lost like maybe 30 minutes of gameplay. But it and, and sometimes like I'll be in combat and it'll slow down and just stop. And it'll restart again. But, like, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm about 26 hours into it, I think. But uh, I really enjoy it so far. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I know some people really get into those those versions of the, or that sort of era of the expanded universe. I mean, they seem to enjoy, yeah. you know, the, the time frame and, and kind of how they play the, you know, the different types of characters and you know i, I guess it's kind of like you're playing a you know like one of these kind of you know regular mmorpgs you know where you get to play different character types but they just sort of apply those to you know sort of certain star wars archetypes and stuff like that yeah i've, I've always liked that era whether it was you know the old dark horse tales of the jedi comics with you know, me, Sunrider, like, I always liked that era, and, you know, I, I like history anyway, so I see that era as, like, you know, like, the ancient history of the Star Wars universe, so I, I like it a lot. Very cool. I'm, I'm just going to throw in my thing real quick before I move on to Mike and Tony. I went to Tarjay tonight, and I found the kooky Secret Wars 2-pack that I was looking for with the old Guardian... <laughs> Vance Astro, and I was super happy about that. I'm happy I found it. I, I don't know that those new Marvel Universe... I mean, I'm not, like I said before, I, I got the Yondu one. I'm not much of a Marvel Universe or whatever they're calling them these days, Marvel Legends three and three quarters. I'm not much of a collector, but since it's, you know, the, the original Guardians of the Galaxy, I just thought I would put my money where my mouth is. I don't know. His his One of his feet was really messed up, so I had to, I don't know, tweak it around before it seems like it would stand properly but i'm 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 happy i found him so i'm gonna count that finding vance astro in store as my awesome thing of the week but continuing down my skype list i'm looking at a super super sexy fbi badge that has a simpson style david duchovny in his briefs so mike tell me what your awesome thing of the week is if it's not Simpsons David Duchovny in his briefs. 
I got two things. First, I'll just mention uh, the second trailer for Captain America Civil War was released the other day, and it was awesome. And, and like, I'm really excited for yeah, I'm yeah. really excited for that movie. I'm glad to see Spider-Man. Uh, you know, Marvel officially saying that they've made Sony their bitch now. So mm. yeah, but um, soon uh, Sony will be handing cigarettes to Marvel and <laughs> yeah, it exactly. In their yep. That's exactly it. My second thing is a TV show. A, a new show started on uh, the History Channel a few weeks ago. Uh, as you guys know, I'm like a big fan of like late night television and stuff, and I used to love Craig Ferguson's like late show. And uh, Ooh, he yeah. has a yeah he has a new TV show on the History Channel called Join or Die, where uh, he has like three guests and they they basically like picks they they pick a topic and they pick like six entries like in that topic and then they vote them down. And like, you know, who see who they, then they let the audience vote on like who would win. Like, for example, like the last topic was like his, the history's greatest tyrants. So they had like six people like they had like Hitler, like Muammar Gaddafi, like Paul Pot, who else? Um, Bloody Mary. And they disqualified Stalin because they said he would win easily. But so but obviously Hitler won, but they, they had like a good discussion about it. And like, they, you know, they they eliminate people like one by one where they're like, OK, well, this guy is not as bad as that guy. And it's funny because, you know, they were all joking about it's like, you know, it, this might be the only show where you hear like, you know, uh, Genghis Khan wasn't as bad as this guy. Like he, he was, the you know, he wasn't so bad compared to this guy. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I. It's a fix for, like, Craig Ferguson when I thought he wouldn't have a show again. So, like, he pretty much, it it pretty much is just like his old talk show. Like, he has a monologue before the show starts, and he does all his, like, usual funny things. I mean, the the only thing it's missing is, like, Jeff Peterson. uh... Yeah. Hey, so. I was, uh, let's say Jeff not on there. <laughs> no, he's not. But yeah, yeah so the. There's no Jeff and there's no Secretariat. Yeah, so those are the only things that are missing. But, like, I really like the show, and, you know, it's almost reclaiming something that was, like, lost. So, like, I'm happy, like, he's back on the air. Cool. That's very neat. That's cool. All right. So I think we're moving on to Mr. Tony Jackson and asking him what is awesome in his world this week. I've got two, two. Two, two. Not as cool as you do. I have one that is something I have, something I'm going to watch after we get off the show tonight. First is I finally finished Bruticus. I yeah, I bought Blast Off Jet. I did because I already have all the figures, and I'm not going to buy the the set. I know Mike is being more patient and reserved than I am, and he's going to get the actual shuttle Blast Off. But honestly, like, Combiner Wars Bruticus is not too damn bad. He's a fun toy. Blastoff doesn't really, like, ruin it because he's got the same colors. So, yeah, he's not a shuttle. And I'm I'm sure the Unite Warriors is probably going to be a little bit better because of it. But for the price and for what I got, I am not upset at all. Uh, Onslaught is really good. Me and Mike were talking about him a, a week or two ago. That he's uh he seems to be a good figure. I actually have him. Mike's waiting to get him. I think Mike's going to be happy with him. So uh yeah, I I if you want to get Unite Warriors, totally go for it. I understand like wanting a space shuttle, but if you already like kind of splurged and got a couple of the figures, Blast Off doesn't ruin it. So yeah, totally get him. And something I'm looking forward to is I'm not a sports fan. I don't watch baseball. I don't watch. Basketball. I watch a little bit of football, but I've never been into boxing. But 
I love Rocky. Rocky is a quintessential hero of American cinema. And I'm going to watch Creed tonight. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has been heralded as giving a really great performance. And Sylvester Stallone has been said, said to give a really good performance. He was nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, but he got nominated. Sylvester Stallone got nominated, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Last time that was was for like, for like wasn't it the screenplay for Rocky? Our director? He wasn't even the actor, right? I don't think so, no. It was probably writing. It was probably screenwriting. Yeah. What do you imply? Yeah, yeah, not it's... a good actor. So... <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I got Creed last night. I just had to pick it up because I was like, I want to see this. And that's really rare that, like, a movie that's, like, not geeky-based, like, not nerdy, like, comic book movies or science fiction or fantasy makes me want to pick it up. And, you know, I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be really good. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I'm counting it as an awesome thing because it's it's rare nowadays to get excited about something. So, yeah, I'm probably going to watch this after we do the show tonight. So, yeah, those are my two awesome things. Cool. Very cool. All right. So I think that wraps up this Fan Holes podcast proper for this evening. We hope you've enjoyed our musings, pontifications, and outright lambasting of the Heat X-Files revival. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can email us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com website. We appreciate any reviews, any feedback we get. We are on all kinds of social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. So we appreciate all the likes and different kinds of comments and feedbacks we get there. We are on Stitcher Radio, where you can stream us. We are on iTunes, so if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review there if you have an iTunes account. And until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Hey, this was Fax Moldy. See you later. Hey, this is uh, Mike, and the truth is over there. Hey, this is Justin, and much like Mulder, I am also thinking of Agent Einstein of the Thelen Matrix. This is Tony, and my favorite characters on X-Files are Captain Catherine Janeway and Fox News. So is it over until Brian says peace. I know, I'm getting my throat clear. Peace! I say, come on, Mulder. <laughs> Get over your goal. recording now.
Okay. We've got the alien DNA. We're safe. 